The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garam Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Today we have Great Southern Mining with us. Code is GSN, last trading at 1.9 cents for a market cap of around $14.3 million. It's got a lot on the go, uh, despite that uh, quite modest market cap. And uh, to bring us up to speed on what the company's up to, we have Matt Keane with us today, the Managing Director. G'day, Matt. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Barry. How are you? Good, mate. Now, you've got your uh, interests uh, split between uh, WA and Queensland. Let's focus on um, WA initially, the uh, around the Dukedon Greenstone Belt, where the company's got uh, interesting ground positions and uh, so you've been notching up some very uh, interesting exploration results. And I notice in a recent presentation that's lodged on the ASX, you talk about this year being the time to quantify gold discoveries. What did you mean by that? Yeah, I think, um, actually, I want to refer to the the Lausanne curve that I think a lot of people know, which is that that lifestyle of Mm -hmm. an exploration company. Um, You know, you you bubble along with start as an explorer where you've effectively got low value and haven't quite made that discovery. You've got some interesting ground and, and the real alpha or the real sort of uh, value creation at the highest rate comes when you, you make that discovery. And we, we believe that we're within our Dukedom project, so that's um, the Dukedom belt now just north of Laverton, that we've probably got three prospects. Two of those at least, we feel like we're on the on the cusp of discovery and we really just need to put the meters in the ground. So, you know, that's what I mean is it's that transition from the discovery phase to the to now the quantification phase, where if you put the meters in the ground, you know, we feel like we're going to to delineate resources. Um, in some means, we you know we don't know how much that's going to be now. The rocks will be what they'll be, but uh, you now we feel like we're we're past the discovery phase, moving into quantification. Right now, you mentioned you're north of uh, Laverton there, and you've got the well, the three most advanced seem to be Southern Star, Amy Clark, and uh, Golden Boulder, is it? Um, so, what sort of work will you be doing there this year? Yeah, look, uh, the, the plan is uh, for those three prospects to, to really um, uh, get in there, uh, particularly at Southern Star and Golden Bowl. So Southern Star, you know, we've got uh, a fair bit of drilling already. In fact, you know, we've drilled that out to 40 metre centres in the main sort of zone of mineralisation. Um, you know, so we really want to expand upon that. It's open at depth and in most directions. And we most recently found some, some mineralisation up to 1.2 kilometres north of there. So... Uh, we want to effectively bridge that gap and expand out and try and find you know, either multiple shoots or continuity going to the north and maybe even south. So that's Southern Star. Um, Golden Boulder, we did some great drilling last year. We've got good intercepts there, you know, eight metres going 3.9, five metres 3.3. We've got about one and a half kilometres of, of continuous gold mineralisation, very broad spaced, very shallow. You know, most of that's still within uh, 18 metres of surface probably more like 50 metres actually. Uh, we just need to get those metres in the ground, do some pattern drilling and, and really flesh out that continuity, but also expand, you know, for the up to four kilometres we have there, which has 
uh, anomalous golden soils and, and, and the right um, geological stratigraphy which we're chasing. So yeah, it's a, it's a matter of just uh, getting in there, expanding out on that mineralization which you've already found and you know and joining the dots, finding the continuity and hopefully that results in significant resources. Mm. So let's give investors a bit of a feel. Duke and Gold Belt, obviously very well known for Regis. I think they've produced more than 8 million ounces uh, plus there over the years. And you've got uh, three trends that you think come into your ground. Yeah, most of the, uh, most of the gold uh, on Regis's ground uh, is hosted in, in, in three main structures. And all of those sort of uh, coalesce into, into our ground. We're, we're to the south. Um, so we've got probably 10% of the greenstone we believe, 10% of the prospective greenstone, but yeah, the key is having those structures. So, you know, our, our Southern Star and Gold Bowl, we know sit on the, on the Rosemont trend or Rosemont Ben-Hur trend. Um, Amy Clark is on uh, the Earlston trend. Um, there's also potential there for the, in that Amy Clark prospect for the for the Garden World trend to come through. So that those are all pits that have uh, obviously yielded ounces up there to the north around neighbor regions. Okay. And uh, in terms of proximity, I think uh, it's the, that Ben-Hur mine of theirs, it's only a couple of k's from you guys. Yeah, yeah so Ben-Hur, that's uh, where Regis started mining, uh, started last year. Um, uh, I think it's about 30, 40 k's from their garden well, and also they're trucking that up there. But we're only probably about three k's end-to-end from the end of our mineralisation to, uh, to the start of their clearing for that pit. So, yeah, relatively close. I guess uh, talking about that, everyone will share my world. You're looking at uh, toll treatment down the, the road, but I'm just wondering, Southern Star in particular, 11 kilometres perspe- uh, perspective strike, uh, do you have, you know, quote unquote, standalone capability there, you think, potentially? Uh, I think I think we do. You know, that's that's a huge strike length of, you know, of that mineralised trend. So you could, you could fit uh, quite a big deposit in there. I think realistically, um, you know, there's no number of mills around us, you know, also sort of uh, going south to Mount Morgan's and just a few other guys in the area. Um, unless, in my view, unless you're really looking at two to three million ounces and beyond that, um, you probably wouldn't justify building a new mill. Uh, you know, you'd probably feed that in some form, whether that's via acquisition or whether it's toll treating or production sharing to, to one of the existing mills. Obviously, Regis at the closest. Um, but in saying that, if we find a big one, you know, we'll, we'll certainly push towards a standalone production scenario. Now, the, um, I don't want to put you under the pump here, but uh, this is the year you want to delineate a resource. Or do you think that's achievable in the next 12 months, or are we looking into 25? Look, I'd probably put it as a as a 12 to 18 month uh, outlook. Um, you know, my, my sort of estimation, I used, to, I used to be an analyst back in the day at uh, on the Brokes in Perth, and, if you look at modern resources, they, they generally need about 100,000 100, metres of drilling to delineate and be in ounces. Of course, that's going to vary depending on the deposit. Um, that's, a, that's a very achievable number for us to do in 12 to 18 months. But, you know, my personal view is, uh, you know, for probably half the expenditure and, and you know, maybe not that whole time, uh, we could probably spend, you know, a reasonable amount of money but get, the, get up to, say, 50 to, to 75,000 metres of drilling. And I think that would show the market exactly how many ounces our grounds need. Well, not exactly, but you'd be able to look at it and start joining and say, okay, well, I can see this is going to be, uh, you know, a couple of hundred thousand, half a million, million or, or much more. You know, you'll certainly have that line of sight. And I think we do that relatively expediently. So that's when you start moving up the Lausanne curve. Yeah, hopefully, yes. Yeah. So 
that eight years or so you had it as an analyst, you'd uh, be able to answer this question. What's the uh, what's the rough value of a uh, ounce of gold at the resource level in the gold fields currently, market cap wise? Yeah, uh, I think people use the, the EV to EV to resource ounce. Um, it, it varies wildly, but I think the value. Uh, increases dramatically as you go from being a standalone proposition, you know, in a, in a belt far, far away, actually something that's within range of an existing mill. So, you know, if you're if you're within uh, range of existing mill, price of transactions, you know, anywhere from from eighty dollars per ounce to you know up to a, a couple of hundred dollars per ounce. Um, you know, I'll, I would think uh, north of a hundred dollars per ounce is, is pretty reasonable um, if you're on the doorstep of a of a neighbour who needs your oil. And I think you're seeing that in you know, places like the gas court. Yeah, and over in uh, Leonora, of course. Correct, yes. Uh, okay, then. Um, so in terms of um, uh, funds to get cracking with a program, uh, how are you placed? Uh, look, uh, we, uh, we're not burning a lot of cash at the moment. Um, you know, we had a bit over a million dollars in the bank uh, at the uh, December quarter and, and some shares in, a, in another junior, which uh, potentially we could uh, we could liquidate if we wanted to. Um but probably not the amount in the bank that we would require to do the drilling. Um, now there's, we're not necessarily looking at the equity markets though to to raise that capital. Um, you know, we 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 are deal makers. You know, we uh, we've got uh, plenty of assets there, some of which we could potentially monetize to help fund uh, fund our ventures up there in the Dukedom Belt. Right, and uh, Monomy Gold, which is. Uh, uh... Leverton region as well, near the Granny Smith mine. Is that one of the, the sort of assets you might be looking at to deal? Yeah, potentially. Uh, you know, Monomy, it's um, it's it's shovel ready, so the, the heritage is done, that title is done. It's not a mining license. It's it's permitted out to the highway. Uh, that's certainly a, a morsel of of um, of ore that in a region which is pretty starved of of shovel ready dirt that um, you know might be good to to one of many players. Yeah, it's sort of in that. That's right in the junction of. Probably three mills at least. Mm. I can just touch on a, a broader issue. Um, we've got the Aussie gold price. You know, it's pretty much near record levels. Uh, very close anyway. Three thousand dollars an ounce. I'm just wondering why the uh, junior explorers like yourself uh, haven't lit up, as it were, in response to these near record gold prices. Yeah, interesting. I, I probably my guess is good as yours, but yeah, uh, I'd, I'd probably classify we're in a bit of a risk off environment. So whether you know, junior, junior tech or or biotech or, or junior resources. Unless you know, lithium had a big bub last year. You sort of, you're not really the appetite uh, for the general market at the moment, or for the generalist market. Um, that can change. You know, the triggers there are obviously interest rates, where people have a bit more money to throw into equities, but also interest rates are good for gold, so it can give us another another kick. You know, what what sort of triggers a change is probably the next question, and it's uh, you know. Historically, uh, a little bit of spark in the sector, so a nice discovery from someone generally gets people looking at what's next. Or the majors, you know, or the mid caps in our case, and you know, the Northern Stars and the Evolutions get fully valued, and then you know the investors have to come down the curve and look what is what what's next. And given that there's really not much of a of a developer space at the moment, you know, there's very few companies who are on the brink of building a mill. You know, you, you're then coming straight back down or straight down to our sector, our field. You know, that's. The junior explorers are probably the next cab off the rank to run once the majors uh, get top heavy. Yeah. 
Okay. And now, just before leaving the West, uh, East Laverton, uh, nickel slash gold. That's uh, you're doing much work there, or is that on the sidelines at the moment? Uh, not on the sidelines. We're sort of doing work quietly, sort of the the, the lower cost work there. Um, obviously, nickel sulfides uh, struggling a little bit at the moment, so um, a bit of a tough space. But then again, you know, good nickel discovery will always uh, light the market up. You know, Nova volatiles and a little bit of a down cycle, but. Now, there's a fair bit of gold potential there, so potentially we can pursue that that, uh, that avenue as well. There's some there's some pretty good historic hits in there, um, you know, going up uh, nine meters at 2.4 grams per ton gold, which which haven't been uh, followed up. So I think we'll we'll focus on the gold and, and just sort of work the nickel in the background on that that project. So that's uh, WA folks, which um, I think from what the discussion we've had, more or less. Uh absolutely justifies the current market cap. But let's swing up to Queensland, where in October last year, a very interesting uh, farming deal with the $18 billion goldfields out of South Africa into the Embra Park project, which is about 100 k's or so, I think, south of Townsville. Um, not every day, Junior gets uh, someone like Goldfields to sign up, $15 million over six years to earn a 75% interest. Let's uh, reverse the question. So, what do they? What do you think they see? Ember Park has the potential for. Uh, yeah, it's a funny question. I, I must admit, uh, through the process, they 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 were very keen and showed a high level of interest. And and it, and it wasn't uh, sort of a standalone bid. There was there were other groups looking. So, uh, I started questioning whether they're seeing something I'm not, and whether I should be involved. <laughs> no, but uh, look, they're looking for they're looking for giant. Deposits, you know, goldfields operate in the realm of five million to thirty million ounces or more. So they're not they're not looking for another Mount Carlton, which sits in the middle of our tenure. Um, they're looking for a giant, uh, and that's that's a potential they see. So um, that's gold, copper, silver mineralisation associated with epithermals or, or underlying porphyries um, or intrusive related mineralisation. So uh, in the north of that tenure, there's there's obviously porphyries at surface. There's some very high-grade soils, which have never been followed up. Really, a, an underworked province-scale uh, province uh, tenure package with with a lot of really uh, interesting, very exciting geology at, at surface, which just hasn't had the work. I think that was probably what they were looking at. Mm, yeah, yeah, regional sort of play. You've got seven <clears throat> 1,750 square kilometre tenure there. When did when was that put together? Uh, it's been it's been pieced together over time. So a little bit of a backstory, but uh, the chairman of the company, John Turpu, was actually one of the founding directors of uh, uh, of Conquest. Uh, Conquest went on to become Evolution. Uh, so after after departing Conquest and getting Jake Jake Klein in the door, John. Uh, in this company started to pick up a bit of ground to the south and, and slowly over time we've we've pieced together a a pretty good tenement package wow. it pretty much surrounds uh, mount carlton that's correct uh, yeah yeah which produced i think around 1.7 million ounces what's uh, happened to mount carlton is it finished up is it or do we know no it's, it's certainly not finished uh, i think the the transition from evolution to Navarre probably just didn't have the inventory in front of that group so sadly Navarre went into uh into receivership but if you ask me as an analyst, you know, the old, my, put my old hat on, I'd say it's it's one of those projects which just needs time. You just need to park it, put on care of maintenance, build up a bit more of inventory, get the get the tons ahead of it, and then and then restart it. It's it's been a very profitable mine in the past, and I think it, it can be again. But it's not not the beast we're looking for. We're looking for something a bit different uh, in our surrounding tenure. Mm. Now you mentioned you're a deal maker. Any interest in the uh, what was probably a sales process through the administrator? 
of Mount Garden? Uh, yeah, look, lo logically, uh, the company had a look, uh, but uh, the, the way it stands at the moment, um, care and maintenance can be quite expensive for a junior unless you've got income. So I think it might suit someone who's got a revenue stream to support that and do the expiration and and uh, keep the mine uh, sort of in good nick whilst uh, whilst you're doing that work. Okay, now you guys have, uh, <clears throat> I presume, ahead of this uh, goldfield still, you've uh, worked up a lot of targets. Yeah, we did. So there's roughly uh, about 29 targets. We had a, uh, a couple of consultants help us out with this process. So we did we did a good body of work before this, so roughly 12 to 18 months working it up and, and doing that vectoring um, just to make it easier. Uh, for, for someone to come in and have a look. We, we always had a view that, uh, you know, chasing porphyries and big epithelmos could be, uh, you know, a bit beyond the balance sheet of, of a lot of juniors. So it, it, it pays to have the, the big party in there helping you out. But yeah, there's, there's certainly a number of targets here from epithermal potential to intrusive related to, to just uh, pretty, pretty simple uh, orogenic uh, structurally hosted systems as well. That's, there's a lot to do. In fact, uh, you know, different groups have looked at. They've all found different, um, uh, different, different prospects they'd like to have a swing at, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Is there any historical production in that on your tenements? Uh, no, there's not. No, there's um, there's a bit of a bit of historic uh, exploration and you know, and some good gold hits from historical drilling, but um, very sparse. Uh, Pretty virgin country. Yeah, could be the, the very gold discovery that uh, you were mentioning earlier could fire up the entire junior sector. So yeah, good luck with that. I'd love to see it. You know, we if we ended up with twenty five percent of uh, you know the monster that goldfields are looking for, we'd be we'd be certainly more than happy. Mm. Now I read uh, on the uh, your website that geophysics uh, started in last year, and you could be uh, looking at a drilling uh, program there in uh, coming quarters. Yeah, the uh, I mean through the through the process and discussions, goldfields have, uh, have sort of made indicated they're very keen to get drilling as soon as possible. So uh, that's likely to be after the wet season finishes in this part of the world, which is any time from from April onwards. So that's what we'd expect then. We start gearing up for drilling. Uh, in the meantime, they're going to do some more geophysics and and more target refinement. But look, it sounds like they've already got some targets they want to plug some some diamond holes into. So. Uh, I think we're going to have some pretty pretty near-term use flow, and you know, they're they they're not going to. Uh, I don't think they're going to sort of shy away and sort of uh, and, and sort of plot away at this project. They they want to get an answer as soon as possible, which is great for us. So. Well, I've seen in the past some of these majors come in and the information flow dries up. But Goldfield strike me as uh, from what I've seen in the past when they've dealt with juniors, uh, pretty good at understanding that juniors have to keep up the news flow to their own investor base. Uh, are you getting a sense they'll be doing this at Edinburgh Park? Yeah, I think so. We, we've had discussions, you know, what is material information for a major versus a junior? It can be quite different. So they, they understand that uh, you know, we need to keep our news flow rolling and but also, uh, you know, the materiality, say uh, 20 metres at, at five grams may not turn the dial for goldfields, but geez, it would turn the dial for us. Not so good. That's just an example. Right. Well, given your mark, just the start of a drilling program will uh, be of interest, I'm sure. Okay. So, Matt, we might be uh, covering ground we've already covered, but let's just give invest wrap it up with uh, giving investors a feel what they should be looking out for as uh, the rest of the year unfolds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look, I think uh, excitement's going to come from the from Queensland. We've just been discussing with Goldfields getting in there and starting work on a on a project which has got really great geology at surface um, could be very exciting in its own right. 
But uh, our 100% own ground around the Laperton region, in particular the Duke and Belt, I think is going to be the main focus for us where we're going to be uh, spending our exploration dollar. And you know, I think uh, you can really see Great Southern come to the forefront over the next over the next 12 months um, in terms of you know junior junior explorer slash developer. With um, you know, there's three discoveries which I believe are, are sort of there, and we're on the cusp of really showing the market just what they're going to yield. Uh, so. Watch this space. I think it's it's sort of could be the year for us. I think. Yeah, we go. The Great Southern to really uh, you know, poke its head out of that junior explorer gold uh, sector. Right, live up to its name, Great Southern Mining. There we go. There we go, folks. A very interesting one. A lot of excitement uh, coming up in Queensland and uh, start uh, moving up the song curve in uh, the Laverton region, WA. So, Matt, interesting story. Thanks for your time today. We'll be watching with interest. Yeah, much appreciated, Barry. Have a great day. You too. Cheers. Okay.